nation. Entertainment. Broadcast, broadcast, broadcast. Cooper? Yep. Hi, it's Hank. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good, man. Good. You're uh, you're live on the new Nerd Nation Entertainment Broadcast. Pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Um, so today's topic, we were talking, we we're going to talk about virtual reality, um, okay. which is usually abbreviated for VR. Um, yeah. And you know a lot about that because you game on that a lot, would you say? Yeah. Cool, cool. I game on the Oculus Rift and stuff like that. Yeah, now now tell me what's tell us what's the difference between say the the Oculus Go and the Oculus Rift and then I believe there's the Oculus 2. Oculus Quest 2. The difference is literally just design and maybe a little interface. I mean I have the Quest 2. Um, I've played on the regular Oculus Rift, but didn't have a lot going for it. Um, the I don't know about the third one too much. I know that uh, it has a different spec design. I think they it's a little older. Quest 2 would be the most recent one, meaning it's the top of the line right now. Nice, nice. What, uh, in your favor, what do you think is the best one? I would say the Quest 2, um, only because it offers proper support for for one fuel glasses. They can use it with it because they've upgraded their system to work better with glasses. Um, so it's not as it's not as blaring on the eyes as it was before. Would you recommend it to somebody who's a beginner? Um, I would. It has an easy to use interface, which allows you to gain. You know, it allows you to play games and enter VR chats and stuff like that pretty easily without it. It takes you through everything. Now, I'm not I'm not certain on this, but I imagine that there's people out there who have not tried VR. So if you Uh, if you have not tried VR, you probably don't know even what the experience feels like. So what what would you say the experience is, is to someone who doesn't even understand it? So the experience is, um, I could use Skyrim as a as a point. Um, so Skyrim on the VR system compared to, say, on the PC, uh, has very different graphics and specs. Um, the difference is usually a clearer vision, you know, a feeling of being in your game. So, like, when I play, when I play Skyrim on the VR, I like it better on the VR because I get to actually play as my character. I get to do the movements. I get to wield my sword or my bow. While when you play on a normal PC, you're just clicking buttons. It doesn't feel like you're actually in the game. Nice. Now, which one of these do you run into the wall more on? Or does that happen frequently? Or are you usually pretty Uh, careful to not run into anything? 
I I tell people if they ever do if they ever play VR, set a set up an area in your house or outside where you can you know designate an area because it has a, it has a it has a designated area you can draw for your gaming so that it won't ever allow you to go out of the out of the gaming area in order to do things so you can't run into walls or anything like that because it'll tell you when you're getting out of the area and you can start seeing again oh that's awesome that's awesome yeah it has a designated gaming zone which i don't think the original oculus rift had but i'm i'm not quite sure i don't remember as much about that because it was so long ago (laughs) now when you go outside though i thought that that was bad for the lenses is that true or is it it, it really taking a gamble on like how much heat you have outside if it's like a nice day out if it's like you know if it's like 75 degrees out it's not going to be a bad thing and it actually feels in my opinion it's one of my favorite things to do the only thing i'd say is don't look directly at the sun but i mean why would you look directly at the sun right 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 <laughs> so i just wondered could you actually fry your headset by taking it outside no, but it will overheat if it's too hot. Um, it's the same as if it's like too hot in your house; it'll overheat. What um what got you into VR, and what what kind of gamer were you originally? Um, I was a PC gamer, um, and Xbox gamer before my VR system. But my VR system was something that my parents got me for Christmas one year and I was like oh that's pretty cool tried it out I've loved it ever since now I'm pretty good at uh, guessing my gamer you know and if I had to take an educated guess would your type of game be MMORPG yes it would (laughs) I knew it (laughs) I told you man I can guess gamers I don't know how I do it but um, what was your favorite when if, Skyrim, I mean, I assume that kind of threw it out. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, what was your first MMORPG that you liked when it came out? My first, that came out for VR? No, just or in general, VR. when it first came out. In general? That's a tough one. I've had so many. Um, the best RP, MMORPG that I've played that was that is Destiny by far. I'm a huge Destiny fan, and when wow. that gets printed into VR, you know I'm going to be strapping on my Guardian. And <laughs> <playing the game. laughs> well, that that was my next question. I wanted to know when do you think that they'll actually bring it to VR? Like where there's um, MMORPGs. There's talk, there's talk about it. They're already talking about bringing Halo into the VR world. Do you, Do you think so the I, world Do you think the world's even ready for that stuff? Like it's about to go into Player One, Ready Player One. I think the world is is getting close to it, but I don't think our VR systems are as capable as Ready Player One. So I don't think we have to worry about people account hacking and doing things to people like they did in that movie. But I think that, you know, the gaming industry and the way that we're building with everything with Facebook, creating Oculus and the other different companies creating their own certain gaming, gaming headsets... You know, with uh, Sony has its own VR system that works really well with like Just Dance. I would say, you know, when those when those do they they have the licensing? Do they have the licensing for that? 
to to operate um what is it ps4 ps5 for vr yeah they do um that's why it's called the ps they have a ps4 and ps5 vr system Mm. um i would say that by 2025 we'll have an active system being made and by 2028 is when it'll be officially released to the public First, it'll be trial users, usually, you know, big-time gamers, stuff like that, that'll try it out. Now, for you personally, is it, for you personally, is it kind of tedious to put the headset on? That's fine. It goes right over your eyes. I mean, and it's not that heavy. It's got a perfect, it's got cushioning and everything to make sure that it fits properly. It's why I like the Quest 2 so much. Right. And the Quest, the Quest 2 is portable? It is. It's portable. It's portable, and it has. Um, you can buy carrying cases for it on Amazon now. Nice, nice. So, have you have you gone on a plane and used it? Uh, I would not recommend it. <laughs> on, if, only because, uh, like I said, you need a surrounding area, and it doesn't do well with moving motion. Um, when you do that, because when you do a sit down area, a stationary area. Yeah, it glitches out a little bit, which is you know it's still there's still bugs in every system that you get. I see. But How often do the updates come up for it? About the same as they do for Xbox and PlayStation. You know, like one every couple of months or so. Um, games get constant updates, like all things do. Nice. Like all do all games get constant updates unless you know you're playing a game from 2013 and then you know you're sitting there with. Friday the 13th, you know, having no updates for the last six years. <laughs> <laughs> so you you as well, do you think you could create your own uh, VR game? Uh, if I had the technical knowledge, I totally would. Yeah. I don't think I have the right knowledge yet. I, I'm, I've been going to school for it, but it's hard. I, um, I actually took place um, under... Uh, people, I don't know if people have ever played uh, what's called Fakemon games. They're Pokemon games that are created by content creators. Um, one of the games that you'll you'll probably know if you've ever played it is Pokemon Lunar and Solar. Okay. They're a Fakemon game that was created back in like 2018, uh, which was which was re-released after it was taken down back in 2013. I helped out. Uh, drawing artwork for one of the guys that was working on that. That's why my name's not on it, but I like to talk about it. I would say if you're ever interested in playing in ever, you know, building games, I'd say start with trying to uh, to create your own Pokemon game. I say they're the easiest to work on because you can change the code as little as possible. Nice. Now, now my idea with um, VR, I'm I'm not against it. I think it's I think it can be useful. I've I've messed with it. I think you can you can work out in it. You can go on an adventure. You know, see the world. Um, what do you think as far as connecting with each other? Do you think that it's think it's another good right way, or what what do you think? I think that right now the connecting with each other stuff is great, but. There's there's so many people online that that do the you know that steal accounts and do stuff like that where we need to be wary of it. 
You know, nowadays right. you can go on an Oculus and because it's hooked up through your Facebook, anybody who has access to your Facebook can get into your Oculus. Wow. Yeah, that's so. pretty crazy. Pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. Do you think that they'll eventually uh, toss laws into the VR? The I way think they, they do? will. I think it'll be just like Ready Player One. Right. And, and what about NFTs? Are, are NFTs in VR? Uh, there are some that are that are used in that VR chat. Uh, I've never used them because I don't feel like paying absurd amounts of money for a shitty artwork drawing that you know my three year old niece could do. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so to someone who's never used VR, what would you say if you could keep it simple? The benefit is to it. Um. I would say the best way to play VR is just take your time. You know, I would say if you're a Star Wars fan. No, the benefit. The benefit. If you've never touched a VR, why would you? The benefit for touching a VR is literally a different experience. It's a way to experience alternate reality. Uh, I, I like to think, you know, we're told that reality is set as one thing. But what makes reality reality? That is the question that everybody's always asked themselves, at least once in their life, I'd assume. You know, what is the real reality? Or how do we know that we're not living in an alternate reality? How do you know that we're not living in the Matrix right now or, you know, some alternate timeline that was created because somebody made a mistake, you know, 100 years ago? You never know. Sure, sure. You could be living in, in a fake reality all created from some idea, and yet we would never know because we all you know, like to agree that what well, the reality that we live in now is the only reality. I like to think that VR takes that sense of reality and tosses it on its back and says, you know what, why don't you try looking at it from a more unique perspective? And I think that most people who try VR are more open to the idea that reality isn't as set in stone as we say it is. You know, I saw this um, I saw this thing on YouTube once and this dude he he lived in the Oculus for a whole week. <laughs> like he he took a shower with it and he walked around, he ate with it. Do you think you could do that? Do you think <laughs> that you could just leave it on for 7 days straight? I could. Wow, that's intense. I could. I I feel that there's that because I don't believe that there is one true reality in this world, I think that VR is a good way to explain, you know, other things that we can experience. You know, uh, as, as someone who is a huge sponsor in the LGBTQ community, I am someone who is all for those things. They use VR, they use the Oculus Rift helmets to let people understand what it's like to be the opposite sex. You know, to feel what it's like to be that by do, by by using video imaging of, you know, themselves and putting it into the other person so they can see what it's like to be the other person. It's kind of cool. And I think that if we could get more and stuff like that, people can experience new realities. And so how easy is it to connect? Is it basically like everybody in your Facebook is your friend on oculus yes similar to how everybody on facebook could be my friend on ps4 and xbox 
gotcha, nowadays gotcha. integrated into everything so that you can and so since they're integrated with everything you can add people through xbox pc steam whatever it is that you're using what's nowadays, your fa- what's your favorite game what's your favorite game to play on the oculus yeah I know, I know, I know. Beat Saber is a hot game. You're gonna think I'm, I'm a joke, but I love Fruit Ninja. Fruit Ninja. You know, I remember. That's a good I one. remember my days playing Fruit Ninja back in the day. Yeah, that's old school. <laughs> and now I can sit there and sashimi knife my <laughs> fruit on my Oculus. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, some people, um, they get nauseous when they put it on. You know, they put it on, then they take it off, and they're totally nauseous. Does that always happen? Is, it, is, there, is there a way around that? Well, people, who, people who have a weak stomach and suffer from delirium a lot, which, as you know, would be, you know, like when you get dizzy, you know, it can happen to a lot of people. doesn't mean it happens to everybody. Sure, sure. Um, I like to think that... It happens to a select few of people, you know. It's it's the same. It's like like my dad. My dad has trouble with the Oculus because he has astigmatism in both eyes. So seeing oh, man, things with his glasses makes him dizzy. It's trying to focus on things. If he tries to focus on something too hard, he gets dizzy. Yeah, yeah. That's another question. What are, what about people with glasses? Do you think that they can use it as well? Yes, um, they come with an extender in the Quest 2 that allows you to comfortably put your glasses in the little holder and it'll allow you to see through your glasses. Nice. Now, now, what uh, do you think they're more susceptible to headaches and stuff like that because they wear glasses and they wear the VR? I think that, you know, if you wear your glasses, you're, you're seeing things... A little more realistically, and so I think it adds an extra level to the VR experience. Do you wear glasses as well? I do. What, what are your I, What are your thoughts personally? Are you okay with it, or does it my bother thoughts you? Are are that I think they work a lot. Be- I think it works a lot better when you have when you have them on. I, for me personally, but I mean, I've used them both with them off and on, and it's better when it's when everything's not blurry. Right. For you to be able to see things. <laughs> yeah. Did Did you when you were first learning it? Did you get dizzy? Uh, I got dizzy the first time, but like I said, after a couple of times, you get used to it. Would you? Does your whole family use it? The VR? Uh, no. My sister has one, and so does her boyfriend, and they like using it. Now she's more finicky about that kind of stuff than I am. Does that Does that connect your family more? Because you both use it? it I think that people, if they were down to use Oculus more often, it would get people together because you could play games together. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. What was your first Oculus purchase? Did you um, purchase the first, the Rift, right off Rip? Um, so So my first purchase that I made of the purchase of myself was the Oculus uh, Rig. Which is the original one, and I used and I bought it when it was on sale at Target, you know, years ago for like you know fifty bucks. And when I bought it, I bought it so I could play Yu-Gi-Oh VR. 
How much how much more immersive is it um, using the standalone versus the tethered? I I wouldn't know too much about that. I've never tried to. I've never tried the difference between it. Like mine is mine is a standalone. The tethered, like I said, when I when I played when I played on the original Oculus, it was you know they had they had the wireless version already when I got my Oculus when I played the original one. It wasn't the tethered one like you're thinking of. That was the one right before the one I got. Oh, okay. No, I'm saying the one on the computer. The computer oh, versus the the, the oh. Oculus Two. Um, the difference between I guess, I guess the difference between playing it on the computer and playing it on the Oculus is different. Um, it's different by a variety of factors, like color schemes are different. You know, the level of fights are different. It really all depends. Right. Did you? What were your thoughts um, about it when you first heard about it? Did you think that it was going to be more popular? I did. I thought it was going to be way more popular. And and do you think it is now, or no? I think it's a lot more popular than it used to be. Sure. Yeah, I remember seeing some kind of hollow lens um, for uh, Xbox. Did you ever see that? It was like three thousand dollars. They had it. I, I, I can't yeah, recall the name. There was some weird version of stuff they were trying out, but it didn't do too well that I remember. Yeah, but it was cool because it was like augmented reality. You could throw it on and build a porch. Yeah, it was it was meant to be a different kind of reality. So augmented reality and so AR and VR are different. Yeah. So VR is virtual reality, meaning that it's that it's a it's a pre built reality. Augmented reality is a reality that you build as you go. Gotcha. Which one? Which one do you think is cooler, or it's about the same? I think they're about the same. I think they each have their own unique points, and that we need to, you know, express a curiosity for upcoming things like this. Um, lastly, because we're we're running out of time here, what what would you say you would want to see be done? Um, come going forward to virtual reality as opposed to what's not there quite yet? Um, I'd like there to be, instead of it just a headset that covers your eyes, I want it to be a full immersive reality. So, like, you know, I don't know if you've ever watched Sword Art Online, but, you know, I want it like a headset that's going to initialize taste, smell, sound, all the senses, and I want to be able to you know, basically teleport myself to another world. Nice. You know? That's awesome, man. That's what I want virtual reality to turn into. <laughs> yeah, I, I think... Uh, I'm a nerd at heart. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think it's a great concept, and I, I think it can be helpful in many ways, you know, so... Um, I, it's just... It, I, for, for me personally, I think that... When it gets more simplistic, that you can just throw it on like some shades, then that's when it may be more popular. Well, thank you, Cooper. I appreciate you being on, man. I I really enjoyed. Um, Is it pretty inexpensive to get started, or or what would you say? Uh, 
the Quest 2 is 200 but I mean, you can go on Amazon and get it for way cheaper now. Nice. Than what it was. It used to be you could only get it through because they were sold out everywhere. They were like 200 bucks. They're way, they're worth way less now because it's been some time. Nice. That's good. And uh, how much are the games usually? Um, the games are anywhere between like, you know, 20 bucks and $5. Nice. That's not too bad. Do you think yeah. uh, prices will go up with inflation? <laughs> they will go up definitely with inflation. But yeah. I mean, because of the fact that, you know, people are sitting there you know, playing these games and like all video games, you know, when they become popular, they become expensive. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you, Cooper. I appreciate you being on, man. And, uh, happy gaming to you, brother. Happy Mario day. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take care, man.